What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And we have made it to the end of our positional breakdown episodes. Michelle, we are we have arrived in the fifth and final. And um, and today we have an episode that is quite possibly the most tumultuous of all five. This episode, I don't know where it's gonna go because today we are we are talking defenses and it could be anyone could come out on top. We just don't know. So I'm excited for today. How are you feeling about talking defense? I mean, look, if you all listened to us last year, which if you didn't, shame on you. It's fine. We still love you, but now <laughs> you're here and, and with us. Kate and I literally talk about streaming defenses every week in fantasy football. And I think every week. I think every that's, day. You know, every day. Every day, right? I I I am a firm believer in the streaming of the defenses. Go there are people like I think this episode is more about the fact that like what's the strategy behind defenses? We're gonna talk to you a little bit about where the rankings currently sit, you know, based on strength of schedule, based on just, you know, the guys on these teams, of course. But Really, at the end of the day, the strategy here, in my opinion, for maybe even new people for fantasy, maybe old people for fantasy. I don't know. It took me a while to figure this out when when I was doing fantasy football. Like, yeah, a lot of people don't even draft a defense. Like, I have seen people that go through their entire draft and they don't even draft a defense. Why? Because you're probably just going to roll with different people every couple of weeks anyway. And maybe there's that one deep running back pick that you really wanted to take and so that person's available so you take him instead of a defense and then you figure it out when the season actually starts I have seen that method work to each his own if you would like to do that Um, but I am a firm believer in streaming defenses and in this in this particular instance for fantasy like this is where yes the players on the team matter because you need to know who's got strong defensive players however I think what's more important is looking at who the teams are playing and looking at the other team's offense and being like, what's that? How's that one going to pan out? You know what I mean? Like, how, what, are they going to run it a lot? Are they going to pass it a lot? Like, what does that look like? So I just think defenses take on a whole new, it's a whole new monster to deal with. And, and frankly, we can tell you where we think people are ranked, but like, by all means, I don't even feel like you need to draft a defense when you do your fantasy draft. I... I agree. I would say, if I know anything about defense, in the three years we've been doing this show, it is exactly that. It is, defense doesn't matter, because you're going, it does, but it doesn't. It's so volatile, and you are going to stream a new defense. If you are listening to this show for every Wednesday and Friday when we're on the mic, then you will be able to stream a defense every week because we're going to make you do it because it's important. <laughs> you should not, the, the the defense that you have week one, if you have that defense for more than three weeks, shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. You're out of the league. I mean, that that's but isn't that the distillation of it though? You have to stream a defense every week or at least look for one and you'll settle into who's actually successful based on their strength of schedule or based on how they've been performing or quite frankly, when their bye weeks are like, that's another huge consideration is just bye weeks and how to, how to manage that. So 
I think another important consideration for defenses is really look at your league settings and see what you're getting points for or where you're getting points taken away, right? Yes. So I'm I'm looking at some of these rankings, and when I think defense, especially this season because of the big offseason move, like – my brain goes to J.J. Watt and the Arizona Cardinals. Like, that's where my head's at. I'm like, well, that defense is going to be dope, right? Like, they got J.J. Watt. Like, you know, how high is that defense ranking? But on a lot of these rankings, you know, they're outside of, like, the top, like, 15 or so. So why is that? Well, maybe the entire defense isn't strong enough, and they're going to give up a lot of points. So from a fantasy perspective, that might hurt you. Maybe you don't lose as much points in your fantasy league for points scored against your defense. Maybe you're getting two points a sack or three points a sack. And like, then the Cardinals maybe are interesting because JJ Watt's going to fire it up. So I think that's another thing to look at. There's so many variables when it comes to defense. It's not, it's to me, it's never as as simple as picking up your quarterback, your wide receiver, whatever. It's just not, there's so many other little things you have to look into. And the scoring I think is one of those things to be aware of. Where do you get, penalized because most leagues are like you start at x number and then the number goes down if there's points scored against them the numbers go up if they get interceptions or they score touchdowns or um you know they get sacks and stuff so i think you just need to really look at um in in your fantasy leagues make sure you're aware of sort of how that scoring works in the defense because that also could change you know how you do want to stream them week week to week so just something else to think about but all of that said, if we want to rank a, f- a few of these, I'm seeing the I'm seeing the Bucks at a, a lot on uh, on a lot of the top lists. I'm seeing the Steelers on a lot of top lists. Um, the Ravens, the Bills, those are sort of the names that I'm seeing, you know, sort of floating around the top. The Rams um, as well being another one, but again, it's very interesting. Like the Bucks, I feel are at the top because they have the easiest schedule. Like we've talked about strength of schedule in previous episodes. They have a very easy road ahead of them, which in theory should mean their defense should be able to hold these teams and do fairly well. So, but again, I don't, I don't know. Like I personally, like, I don't know. I wouldn't draft them necessarily. You know, I just, if there was someone else out there that I felt like was going to be more meaningful to me long-term and I just wanted to snatch them up and then figure out defense later, like, could be could be a way to go. I think, I I think that's exact. I think it. You are very lucky if you get one of the top ten defenses, but then factor in strength of schedule, right? Yeah. So think about the Bucks is a great example. I would think about the Rams. For me, for example, I love Aaron Donald. I love the morale he brings to the team. I look forward to that defense. I'm jazzed about it. Maybe I would maybe I would take the Rams, but it doesn't really matter. I almost kind of want to talk about the teams to not take, you know? Like if you're if you're not drafting a defense or you're drafting at the bottom of the barrel, use common sense with defense. You know who the bad defenses are. The Lions have not won in so long. The Texans <laughs> are so bad right now. Like you, the when is the last time anyone's talk uh, talked about the Falcons' defense? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep, those are the ones that I would just say none of your leagues are going to be more than 14 people unless I am living under a rock, and so you're going to end up with a decent defense every week in theory, unless you get 
buttressed by people's bye weeks. So I don't know. I don't even know if it's worth talking about the best defenses in some cases, but just know who the worst ones are too. You don't want to take a bad defense and you want to know who they're playing, what their strength of schedule is, and be aware of their bye weeks. If you need to draft someone the next week or stream a defense, you should know. You should know if they're off the next week. That's really it. The other, yeah, the crazy thing that I'm seeing happening right now is like there's been so many signings in the offseason and and everybody's touting like who's the highest paid like cornerback, who's the highest paid this, who's the highest paid that. So like the Rams obviously have, you know, Ramsey over there. Seattle just signed uh, some, I'm totally forgetting his name, but like all I'm seeing right now, which is actually really funny is like, the the teams are going out and spending like absorbent amounts of money on defensive players and then it's not necessarily reflecting in the overall defensive like rank you know for these teams so you're spending a shitload of money right. Seattle but like Seattle's still like sort of kicking around at the the middle of the barrel in terms of like overall defenses so i, I it's interesting to see there has been like a lot of noise lately i think um you know, four def- de- defensive players and, and them signing, you know, to these teams. The question just is how much do they, you know, does that one person move the needle for the overall, you know, defense? And again, depending on how your league scores, if you've got, you know, the Rams and and, and they're just picking people off left and right, then you know what? You're you're doing well. Like, that's good. You sit know? on it. Exactly. Exactly. Sit on it. Sit on it. Now, I do. The one thing that I will mention also about defenses, just one thing with Kate as normal. Um, but the thing I will mention is it's just it's it's a good habit to stream defenses because what defenses do is they make you reevaluate your entire streaming strategy. They make you think about who you're taking every week. They make you check your waivers every week because you should be streaming defenses. And if you're not, we should have a whole episode about streaming D. I think this uh, and is we it. we have in the I past. I think this is that episode right now. <laughs> this is. This is. So um, so that's really the thing I like about defense is it actually keeps me very on top of my waivers. And, and to your point, Michelle, when you said to go back and just check the different settings for your league, I think it's essential to do that because – you you will learn a lot about how your league also drafts off the waivers and how you can stream. Like there are all sorts of nuances that go into fantasy league. So this is super one on one ish, but I do think it's I do like how defense keeps me honest on the waivers and just streaming. I mean, look, face it, an off a defense can win or lose you a week. I have had that happen to me many times. And so while we're saying it, we're not trying to say that the defense doesn't matter. I'm simply saying don't waste an early draft pick or even, you know, uh, do it last. Literally like do it last. Make sure you have someone to field, of course. Keep an eye on the waivers. Keep up with streaming. There's always an opportunity, you know, to, to make a better decision. That said, it's like it could win a week and it can lose a week. Like I have... I have seen, you know, uh, defenses come in with 50 points one week, and I've had a defense that has had negative points and has crushed me. So yes. it's, it's not to say that it's not important because it is, and it, it you don't want to leave points on the table. But unlike, well, all positions, this can happen in, but it doesn't happen as much. In 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 the defensive world, you can end up with negative points. Like it, you know, like if your team's if your defense is that bad and and they're not playing against someone that they can stop, you can end up in a negative situation, and that is rough. 
So we are not yeah. saying that defenses aren't important. They're actually really important. It's just you got to be a little bit more strategic and keep an eye on like that holistic picture of like what's going on with the team, um, injuries, who they're playing, where they're playing, etc. Because really, like in certain cases, if if there's a, if you're playing a very evenly matched you know, fantasy team on the offensive side, the defense can make or break your whole week, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Michelle, I think my question for you before we before we put a bow on our entire positional breakdown slew of episodes, but <laughs> before we do, are there any considerations that we should know about defense before we get to drafting? From, I think... In your opinion... No, I think we've walked through everything. Like, just know know the rules, know the points, um, and, uh, yeah, just know the schedule. I think the schedule is really important. Yeah, and just know that your defense, no matter what you do, will not do what you want it to do. So <laughs> Negative Nancy it's over here. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. It goes, you think it's going to bob, and then all of a sudden it weaves, and it goes this way instead of that way. And I'm like – Okay, well, I thought the Rams were good, but now I'm drafting the Dolphins, and somehow they're better. So, who knows? Defense is fun. Defense wins you games. Defense loses you games. But hopefully, after you've listened to all of these positional breakdowns, we'll be winning you games. Because now you have all the fundamentals to draft who you need, what you need, when you need to. And with that, Michelle, since we've gotten through these positional breakdowns, we are right back in it for the thick of the season to get kicked off for Draft Queens. We are dropping episodes from here on out on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. We're dropping episodes three times a week, people. Woo, woo. That's going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. I'm so glad that we made it through all of these. We have done breakdowns on breakdowns over the last month for everyone i hope everyone has found it useful we've looked at teams we've looked at conferences we've looked at positions now it's time to get into your draft mode have all of your notes written down and make us proud make us proud out there myself included i have some drafts coming up i hope i make myself proud i really hope i don't forget all of this information that is in my head but we have done so many breakdowns that i feel ready i hope everyone feels ready go back and listen to it again they're short they're bite-sized and yeah get in there and start kicking ass in your drafts out there it's time it's time yeah, kick some ass. Kick some ass for us. And we will be in your earballs three times a week. Three times a week. That's a lot of times. It's usually one, but we're switching things up for this season of Draft Queen. So we'll be in your earballs a lot. We'll be chirping at you. We'll be talking to you. So Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Make sure you're tuned into your feed because we'll be talking fantasy all the time. So you're never left stranded, no matter what, even if you are on Defense Island. That's it, Michelle. Any parting words for our wonderful, wonderful listeners? QB Sneaky is ready for Fantasy 2021. That's me. That's right. That's right. See you all next week. Tighten up, baby!